We are so glad you could join us. I'm Lauren. And I'm Katie. We're your hosts. This podcast is nothing more than a conversation between two good friends, sharing life stories and trying to make sense of growth, healing and the journey home. Perhaps you relate to some of the things we discuss. Perhaps you'll pick something up from what we've learned along the way. We hope you feel part of the conversation and inspired to reflect on your own journey too. This is your invitation to connect with us. Welcome to Chrysalis Connection. So season one, episode one, what's your why? So we thought to kick things off, we would, as we've been considering the idea of purpose ourselves a lot recently, um, we thought we'd ask ourselves what our why is. And as it's quite a big question to consider, to say the least, we thought we'd break it down into a few just as deep, but maybe a little bit more specific questions to get the ball rolling. So Lauren, uh, do you have a question for me? Um, I do. Uh, so I'm just wondering whether to go straight in with a big one. Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. Go on then. <laughs> Hit me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's usually the reason why people thank you. Oh, nice question. Mm. Nice. Oh, so nice. I've gone straight in there. <laughs> oh yeah. Cause I have to think about this now. Um, I think because I'm always so aware of being the one saying thank you. Other people say it, of course, but I'm so, I try so hard to make sure I say it enough and correctly yeah. in whatever language. Um, I don't know, maybe for a good explanation, like in a lesson. Um, okay. Like I've had a few lessons where I've broken things down for students and usually chucked a metaphor in there too <laughs> and Queen of metaphors. something maybe just the, the pennies drops and they oh yeah that's clear now thank you no that's okay um or maybe yeah just offering help and they 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 thank me and I'm like you don't have to thank me that's why I'm here um yeah but I guess that's in a work capacity I was just um, about to say if you'd like to uh give a personal example as well I know what, I feel like I know what the answer is. Um, for me? Yeah, for you. Really? <laughs> yeah. Um, but maybe I it's just, because, I don't think. Just like thinking one more example is, mm. I, th- I think, <laughs> this might sound really lame, but, I don't know, saying thank you for saying thank you. <laughs> or like, <laughs> I'm thinking of, you know, just the friends I've made at my yoga studio and how I'm really, I show my gratitude that I, I've got a lot from it. And, you know, my, I really value the input of my teachers and, um the space that they create and everything and I, I'm I'm trying to push myself to be verbal in, in showing that appreciation yeah um I guess it's about expressing feelings and things um or maybe I think I know what you're gonna say now <laughs> <laughs> I think it's uh maybe you know giving you a space to be heard maybe for other people too and uh helping people express things or or just be heard I don't, I don't want I feel like I've affected your answer now. No, no, but I mean, because I started thinking about work and then in like another capacity, I think in my closest relationships, that's like my mind didn't go there initially. Yeah. Um, if I am thinking about that, it's, I don't know, like the little pep talks and stuff with friends um, and I don't know, helping them relax, whether that's through like doing like yoga on Zoom or 
just having a nice phone call. I think it's that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Good question, though. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> what were you going to say you thought it was? It For me, it would be the uh, expressing feelings. Um, like, personally, you've helped me open up a lot, uh, which I'm really grateful for. Um, yeah, just giving me the space to kind of work through feelings, not judging, um, and from you expressing yourself as well, you know, like the things that you share with me and like you're very emotive and, you know, that kind of stuff used to terrify me, but seeing you do it so kind of fearlessly and being like, no, this is me. This is how I am. I'm kind of like, I can do that too. Uh, oh, wow. So yeah, definitely inspired <laughs> me with that. So thank you. I mean, well, thank you. <laughs> That's such a nice first question. Um, and I think it's also a really nice one for like our listeners to consider and to reflect on yeah um so yeah for those of you listening at home on your commute or wherever you are hopefully these are questions you want to ask yourself too Mm. so uh my first question for you Lauren um I think this is my favorite one um what lights your soul on fire Ooh. Mm. that is a good question and one I have been thinking about a lot recently Oh God. (laughs) Take your time. Experiences that I've had have been helping other women. um, What helping people really? Like I used to go to a gym where there were, we'd be put into groups to do exercises. And I have exercised a lot throughout my twenties. So I kind of have a bit of an idea of what to do in the gym. um, And you know, I feel confident in that space. That's kind of, it's my happy place, one of my happy places. And I was put in a group, there were obviously a lot of older women there who'd had children, you know, who weren't feeling so confident, who weren't feeling so strong. And I really, really enjoyed, like, it was kind of, it was a proper fire in my belly, encouraging them, you know, not in an aggressive way either, just just cheering them on, basically, and just, mm-hmm. you know, believing in them so that they could believe in themselves. I really enjoyed doing that. I, it actually made me think about becoming a personal trainer uh, for quite a while. Such a great PT. <laughs> I would come to you. I feel I would still love to do it. Maybe it, it is something I would do down the line. Like I don't know. You could be like a counselor PT. This is the thing. There's so many. I just want to help people. <laughs> yeah. I really enjoyed that, and I think as well, like when people come to me with situations or problems just just listening and just I just love listening to to other people's stuff and and, well I am a little bit nosy but also it kind of it gets me out of my head as well I think it's like having a bit of an altruistic nature you know wanting to help others in a selfish way makes me feel good Mm. (laughs) it's not like a selfish I think whether it's for a selfish reason or not the point is other people still get helped yeah, as long as people, on, yeah, as long know, as people are benefiting from it, exactly. then I'm more than happy to do it. And well, with work stuff as well, I really enjoy teaching children, you know, watching them get more confident using the language, just to be more confident in the classroom. I've uh, a group of four-year-olds, which is gradually increasing, and they used to terrify me, but as I've got become more confident in my mm. job. In some of your first ever lessons, you know, I, I was there. And it was actually my class that you joined. And, you know, it was this group of five-year-olds and we had to do all the songs and the dances. And I just, 
I was a bit embarrassed. I was like, you're, you're going to see me in a different way. Um, you know, you've got to just like paint a smile on and it. It's just, yeah. I don't know. I enjoy it once I get into it, but it's not quite my thing. Yeah, and yeah. you I loved love it. it. You loved it. Thank and it was much. just, you made me enjoy it more because you genuinely enjoyed like, you know, the hello song. Yeah. And I used to just dread <laughs> it and just like, just try and get through it just to finish on a Saturday lunchtime. Oh, um, you should see me do it now. I love it. So yeah. I had a new a new kid today and last week she tried to come and she was just crying outside with her mum the whole time. And this week she came in and I knew that if I could show her how much I enjoyed it, she would enjoy it. And by the end of it, she was she was really getting into it. Then mm. so that made me feel good. And yeah, that's what really lights me up. And that's infectious, isn't it? You know, yeah, the things that light people up, like we feel that and it, we we absorb that energy and it makes us enjoy things more. Um, totally. It's totally so reciprocal. I think uh, we're just thinking of an experience when uh, you, I think you saw me skipping down the train station once. Oh, time. yes. <laughs> this is before we knew each other, really. And I, I had before a massive we were smile friends. on my face. We knew each other friends, before we were yes. friends, yeah. <laughs> I just had a massive smile face because I, I, I've always been of the thing that nobody can be miserable when they're skipping. Like, it is physically <laughs> impossible to not have a smile on your face. And I just think I'd rather... I love doing that because every time <laughs> I've done it, people have looked at me and smiled. Like, that's the yeah. first reaction. Nobody frowns. Nobody no. frowns. So I just, I love doing things like that too. I don't do it enough, actually. I need to, I, I So challenge to. for those of you at home, if yes. you are in a place where you can safely skip right now, and you're not <laughs> controlling machinery or driving, then just skip, go for I'll it. Skip. And look at people smile at you. <laughs> love it. Yeah, I love that stuff. It's amazing. <laughs> Should we go for another question? Yes. Oh, I need to ask, don't I? Ah. So... Think about the things that you are willing to do, even if you look like a fool. Oh, my goodness. Um, this really depends on context. Mm. It really does. Oh, um, are you thinking work context and personal context? or Not necessarily. Kind of I mean, friend I'm, thi- I'm thinking of when I go raving. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I'm thinking of when I when I've been at those kind of spaces where it's safe and like there's no judgment mm. and it, people might not join in or might not do the same thing as you but the way I will expressively dance or something or just yes just the way I just have all this like feeling in my body and I need to express it but the same yeah I don't know I know what it'd be if um dressing as a butterfly <laughs> oh yes um but I guess that's yeah, that's in a very safe space where that kind of thing is encouraged. Mm. What's the question again? Things that you're willing to do, even if you look like a fool. Stand up for animals. Oh. I mean, to some extent, like, you know, the ego does come into it and not wanting to be rejected by everybody. Mm. But that is one thing that I'm just like, this is more important. This is more important. I will stand up for the voiceless because they don't have a voice and I don't care about me in that situation. It's like I put my... I put my personality to one side and I, I just think about the bigger picture and about those that don't yeah. have a voice. So it doesn't matter if people laugh at me or something because there is so much, something so much more important at stake. Um, yeah, I think it would have to be that. And I, I really feel the strength in my chest when I talk about this. Like, I can, I can I, feel, I feel it coming through. My voice changes. Um, yeah. That is one thing that I will never stop fighting for, ever. And I, I don't care what people think about me because, yeah, it's just there is just something more important than what others think about us when there are people out there and there are 
souls out there dying that don't need to die. Yeah. And that's the bottom line, really. Um, there will be an episode coming up on this. Obviously, <laughs> Definitely. But, um, yeah. That's it. Yeah. It's weird that it took me a while to figure that out because it's, it's so, it's such a big part of my life on every level. Yeah. Uh, and I bring it, I can bring it into any situation. It's always present. It's always with me because it's a belief that's built on two of the values I hold most dearly and that's compassion and nonviolence. And those, those are beliefs that just permeate every area of my life. Yeah. Mm. So I think that's it. That's a yeah, really good answer. I felt your passion come through. <laughs> like, when you started like talking person. about that, I was like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> in no, a good it's way. Like I find my voice and I'm, I'm another person. It's, yeah. uh, I find strength in that. I feel grounded and steady. I feel my, my legs are firmly on the ground and they're holding me steady like a you know, warrior position. Yeah. Uh, I don't feel like I'm quaking in my boots when I think about that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Oh, Thank you. Good answer. So, um, one for you. So we're going to go back in time a little bit. Um, what kind of conversations did you have as a child? Oh, yeah, as a child. I feel like I had a lot of conversations with myself. Um, I feel like that too. <laughs> <laughs> or like maybe, maybe always knowing that there was like a, an intuition, like a knowing inside. I'm not like, I'm not necessarily special. I, I believe, you know, everyone has it. It's just kind of to what degree that we're in touch mm. I can lose it as well if I don't do like I know we were speaking earlier about meditation practices you know and yoga and things like that and getting in touch with ourselves and without sounding like a crazy person like listening to that inner voice and I feel like one conversation really sticks out I was thinking about death once <laughs> it's nice and cheery um I had because I have my old cat I think we just moved into my family home in the UK and uh yeah my cat was on my chest and I knew he was getting old and a bit kind of scabby and and worn out and yeah I just I I don't know it's kind of like there was a a voice inside that started asking questions about it about death and then it it kind of went to a who am I Mm. it was it was a really deep conversation it kept me up at night because I remember it being it was really late and I should have been asleep. I can't remember how old I was. I think we moved there when I was nine. So maybe like nine or ten. And yeah, it was like this constant question going around in my head, like, who am I? You know, oh. what happens when we die? It was it was a really, like, it was just such a deep conversation, especially mm. to have that time at night. And I could feel myself getting really anxious because maybe this, yeah, this is where I, I kind of came full circle because I'm back in the thing now. I was like, yeah, who am I? But if there's that voice and I'm hearing that voice, then then how am I listening to it? Uh, and I know Eckhart Tolle and others, Carl Jung as well, I listened to something of his the other day, talked about like, that's the ego, mm. you know, that's, there's, we have that kind of entity within us. We're the awareness of that, but we lose mm. touch with that and the ego takes over. So... Yeah, that was, yeah, just remember going around in circles, kind of trying to get an answer and it felt kind of like a messy ball of yarn that was mm. kind of trial and unravel, but I could only take it so far, obviously being, because I think we have, we're not so, I don't want to say polluted as children, but you know what I mean? When we take Impressionable. in, yeah, we take in like we others' expectations, like yeah, sponges. the world, what's going on in the world and everything. And it kind of all gets lost. 
and then it takes mm. as an adult to you know if we lose it we have to work at it again to get to kind of get in touch with it um mm. but yeah I, I can't remember wow. any yeah that was that was probably the most pivotal nice. conversation of my childhood that I remember this is great it's what we're are here you, for <laughs> I used to I feel I used to talk more as a child. I feel, it feels like I talk a lot. <laughs> Obviously, we're on a podcast. But generally, day to day, I'm quite happy kind of having conversations with myself. Like, it's not like a crazy mm. thing. But I, you know, I get, get tired of things, do you? No, you I get my sense of humor. being afraid of that. And it's not marking that as crazy or anything either. I think that's no. just so normal. Just really enjoying, even as a kid, I, I really enjoyed spending time by myself and, mm. you know, being able to be myself without having to wear a mask to oh does this person like me I have to do this I have to do that yeah and again as an adult you kind of have to unlearn that behavior uh, I don't know if that answered your question <laughs> yeah I think I think it answered more than my question I think it went a lot further okay. um yeah <laughs> well, what about with others then like if if you do remember like you know playing with others or speaking to grown-ups like what kind of things would you ask them I really preferred yeah I preferred talking to adults or spending time with uh people kids that's being the oldest child though like our oldest children and maybe it it comes more naturally to us as the oldest children to spend time with those older than us with adults yeah because I was always the youngest in like friends groups and I love having older friends now Mm. um I was I think yeah I was always quite inquisitive I did used to talk more. I was always asking questions, like terrible mm. questions about really annoying questions. <laughs> <laughs> I think my uncle used to call me, he used to call me Al Fake, I think. Because <laughs> <laughs> I remember watching a film with my mom once and I just kept asking questions about things that were happening in the film. And mm. I think there were puppets and I could see the strings and I was like, but it's not real. I can see the strings there. And like, why are they doing that? And what's happening there and everything. I think as as someone who knows you relatively well, I think your curiosity is is definitely one of your like most admirable, if not like defining characteristics. Like you are a very Thank curious you. person. I love it. Um, <laughs> I just like to know like why people do things. I think it's a curiosity. Yeah, um, I like to understand. Yeah. But then sometimes it can be difficult to, because sometimes there are no reasons. It's just the way things are and... That's that where can acceptance be, comes in. Yeah, it can be a little bit difficult. <laughs> acceptance is always the answer. It is. Mm. Yeah, no, I liked that answer. Thank you. Oh, also, like, uh, sorry, a life story. I remember sitting down with my great granddad. I think I was 12 when he died. So, any time before then, and I used to, I loved asking him questions about his life, you know, because he was alive during the war um, and just what it was like for him growing up. Uh, and as well, like how I still do this now, how pe- how partners meet each other. Oh, <laughs> like when I, I know when that. I know I people well enough. The details. <laughs> like, so how did you meet? Yeah. <laughs> and my my nan still does it now. Like there are so many questions I have for them, and we do it now when we FaceTime or you know have a conversation. She'll always start talking about something, and then it kind of leads on to extra questions because I, I want I, like I want to know what. Yeah, you know, she's had stuff. this whole yeah, she's yeah. had this whole lifetime before me. I want to hear about her life experiences and it's, it just comes back to story time isn't it when we tell our stories mm. we learn from it that's yeah we have to make our own mistakes but we also learn through others that's actually one of the quotes that I wrote down for this episode ah. is, um, <laughs> from 
Glennon Doyle and quite often when she shares things on Instagram and it's an anecdote or something and there's a moral to the story she puts two lines at the bottom of the post before the hashtag saying this is why we tell our stories this is why we tell our stories and I love the repetition of it because it really drives it home um and it's, I don't know I just feel like it's something I've been saying to you quite recently as well is this is why we tell our stories um and I think that's probably a big driving factor behind this podcast yeah. so yeah definitely comes into the purpose of it all and yeah. individually too oh it's my turn to ask a question isn't it? okay what would you do if you only had a year to live like how would your life be different hmm. I'd write a lot of letters I think I would write a book with urgency like this needs to get out this needs to be told like I have to leave this behind I feel really emotional saying that um mm. It's, it's, yeah, I really feel it. Like, I feel my eyes tingle. I would, ex- I would express everything I have inside. Um, I would write a lot of letters to people, pouring it out. Um, you know, I'd, I'd tell the stories. I'd write that book. Mm. I'd express a lot. I'd keep recording this podcast. <laughs> um, I record extra episodes too. For sure. <laughs> um I would still keep reading loads and loads of books as I'd want to take all of that wisdom with me wherever I'm going next. (laughs) Um, I would hug people so much. I think that's just the main thing. It comes back to my love languages though. My primary Mm -hmm. love languages, you know, physical touch, words of affirmation. Yeah. I would just up that basically, just up the love in my primary love languages. (laughs) Um, And I think I would spend a lot of time like more quietly as well. Um, I don't think I would stop teaching altogether. I think I would just probably wouldn't continue with, with the school and sort of the more timetabled stuff, but I would continue the things that are really reciprocal because I do get a lot of meaning from it. Mm. Um, there are a few students that I work with and I, I genuinely enjoy our conversations so much. Um, I would tell them that and I would, you know, I'd find a way to continue having those conversations and, you know, still trying to help others. Um, I think I would probably just try and go out on a high um, and just, just make sure I, I left a, I don't know, a good story behind. Um, and I don't know, I would like adopt loads of animals and give them a home for a while. And like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, I don't know, just probably continue doing more of those things that really feed my soul. Yeah. Um, which, you know, I've just listed a few. But I think most of all, it, I was I would express every like how I feel to those that I would like to hear it, mm. and also to the people I don't know. I think there are some things that I feel like it would help me to process, and I hope that it would help others in the process. It would help others too, like hearing me process it. I would speak up about certain difficult times of my life in the hope that it could help others. Yeah, I think think that's about well I could go on I think that's about it for now what's stopping you from doing some of that now oh I should have seen that coming oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean let's be really honest financial situation which is connected to some mm, yeah. emotional issues that I need to work on in order to liberate that part of my life um that is my focus for the next two months as I read Awaken the Giant Within with the Shelf Help Club that's mm-hmm. my uh that's what I'm going to be working on. Um, and fear as well, you know, good old fear. <laughs> mm. 
it's that feeling you have like when you're about to say something and you open your mouth and the air's not there and you just can't make the sound I think that is what's stopping it but I do feel like I'm doing a lot better at it at this this year and especially this point in the year after the the gift of time for you know and the being able to invest in things like therapy and support groups and like good friendships like this one that I I I am getting better at expressing that um but I think I would think carefully about what I wanted people to hear so it wouldn't just be a you made me feel this and you that it wouldn't be I try to step away from the blaming and focus on the lesson yeah and just focus on okay what do I need to express but what do people need to hear and those are two different things Mm. um so I think I would spend a lot of it in quiet reflection writing speaking reading um and I'm making more time for that these days to be honest I'm I'm trying to build that in as a daily practice and I'm happy with how it's going at the moment so you know work in progress in the right direction yeah you do have a very good morning ritual which I'm I wouldn't say envious, but envy is the wrong word. You know, I admire. You but really. I, thought, you, you, <laughs> I was inspired to do it because of you. <laughs> I know we, we've kind of swapped. I think it's it's at eight a.m. I wish it was at five or six. You know, I want to be up in the witching hour. Um, I, I yeah, I'm finding that a bit easier. Hopefully, it'll get easier with the well. When this goes out, the clocks will have changed. But yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll yeah. see. We'll um. Are you ready for another question? <laughs> yeah, hit me. <laughs> what will people say about you at your funeral? Oh, oh, that is a good one. Um, God, I feel I feel like I'm being really egotistical now because I, I know I've been told a few things that people have said, and it's things that multiple people have said. But it's not your but, funeral yet, so calm down. This is true. It's not my funeral, but just and it, I find it really difficult to take compliments. I know sometimes we get into an endless. We, we start complimenting each other and it's like that the but we're both really uncomfortable that's probably why we do it because we can't just receive one we have to no you have to give something back and i see it on your face and i probably do this too it's like this awkward sort of oh i have to accept oh, this but like, i feel like yeah it. yeah this awkward like the jaw's smile. clenched and yep. you're smiling and your face squeezes off and you're like and you don't blink yeah, yeah. it's like now i have to give and you one just back. feel like eternally in debt to the person that's given you a compliment yeah and it's it's <laughs> such a strange thing um so trying to say thank you now instead of um instead of that and I always think yeah well people always say nice things at funerals don't they um oh god but they also it depends on the family but they also mention things like well she was a stubborn old bird <laughs> you know, <laughs> I reckon they'll say that at mine and I found, you know <laughs> My dad would definitely call me a fruitcake because he calls me a fruitcake at every opportunity. Mm. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, God, I really don't know. This is like saying nice things about yourself. It makes me feel really uncomfortable. Oh, <laughs> I'm really struggling. On your, on your achievements then. If somebody were to read your eulogy sort of detailing like your life, maybe, you know, what, what would you want to have achieved by then that people will then tell the story of? You know, start at the end, like write your eulogy and work your way back. Okay. Achievements. I think like managing to move abroad, well, move to two different countries really and live and, yeah. you know, not have a complete meltdown. Um, <laughs> just being able to... Oh, not just that, but thrive. <laughs> yeah, I, I was going to say survival like, totally thrive. Totally be in the flow and attracting the right things to you. And... Yeah, I do. I'm more thriving than surviving right now, which is really good. And I am enjoying it. I'm kind of like stepping into, yeah, stepping into things that I want to be doing. I think as well... 
inspiring people to become better versions of themselves has come up a few times, mm. which I'm really surprised by because I know I said earlier about obviously helping the women in the personal training groups that I've personal training, the training groups that I've been to. Uh, but I've never, I suppose I've never like connected that. I'm not necessarily with because my friends, I don't think like I will cheer people on, but it's kind of different. I'd never feel like I've been kind of over the top, if that makes any sense. But mm. I suppose I was being encouraging, but it was, it was coming from a genuine place. So maybe that's why it doesn't feel like it's over the top, but yeah, people wanting to become yeah better versions of themselves around me. Yeah. Um, but I like to think it's cause I'm, I try and. I can't say I'm not judgmental because it does slip in, but I don't want to be. You know, I don't mm. like getting caught up in in things like that. Um, I'm really struggling with this one. I uh, think this is the kind of thing that we would probably be, probably find easier to write for each other. Yes, knowing each oh, other 100%. as well as we do. A hundred percent. We could even do a future episode where we go back to these questions, we answer them for each other. I think that um, would be really good. As I yeah. think that would be. I really would good enjoy that more. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's so much easier to to pick Isn't up on someone else. No, we we, we can do hard things. Yeah, you know, Glenn and Doyle again. We can do hard things. This is why we're here. Are you ready? Oh, I suppose. <laughs> I really enjoyed this question. Actually, I know we've talked about it before. But what am I surprised that other people seem to find difficult? <laughs> Oh, uh, talking about feelings <laughs> right away. Um, I remember when we spoke about this. Uh, yeah. I love these questions. And it was really funny Such because we were sort of reading, I think there's about 10 or 15 of them. Um, we're reading them together just on a call. This is pre-podcast days when we were sort of thinking, hey, we should have a podcast. Um, <laughs> and I was sort of reading these questions. They're all pretty different. Um, but my answer to all of them was, talking about feelings talking about feelings feelings mm. talking feeling talking about feelings so it kind of comes really easily to me um I guess because a lot of it's funny like a lot of the the friends I have in my life that I've like sort of attracted and they're people that to begin with find it hard to express themselves yeah um, totally understand <laughs> <laughs> and uh you know not just you but like another friend and it's really lovely they um that you know some some of them refer to it as like the katie effect Um, (laughs) and and it's the thing that frustrates me in my relationships i'm like why can't they just say how they feel why can't people just talk and this yeah it is something that frustrates me because i'm surprised that people find it as hard as they do but then it's stupid because i've found it really hard in the past too so it's it's weird that i'm surprised about that but i think not not just the surprise, but the extent to which I'm surprised about it. Um, yeah, I think that. And also, um, when people say they can't go vegan, it's so easy. Mm. It's so easy. I find that, like, I, yeah, that's just, that was just a click for me. And I've never, I've never struggled with it from a practical point of view or sort of missing certain foods or anything. The hardest bit is talking about it with people. Yeah. And dealing with the stigma and defending my views and things. So I think those are the two things. Um, it just comes so naturally, and I think it always has done, but it's growing more as I mature, I think. Mm. Yeah. Mm, very good. Very I like that one. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, another one for you, Lauren. So if you didn't have a job, how would you fill those hours? 
Oh, I'm volunteering was the first answer that popped into my head. And I've talked about it before. I know uh, when I've said I, you know, that uh, the hypothetical question, if I ever won the lottery, Mm -hmm. these are the things I would do. Uh, And well, the first thing I would do would be to do my bike, the motorbike test. And again, (laughs) it's a mechanical horse with far less commitment. And (laughs) (laughs) so that would be the first thing. And the second thing I think would be, yeah, to really look at like, how could I help? You know, who who's in need? What can I do to make the world a better place, basically? Mm. Um, yeah, just kind of work it without... Uh, kind of, not necessarily like giving it as well. I feel giving it to those that need it, but kind of helping them to find their own purpose in it as well, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so we get a bit getting into an endless cycle of giving to receiving um it's about contribution yeah just you know oh I don't know how to I'm trying like I know what I want to say but I can't find the words to say it Mm. like for example kind of I don't know setting things up in a way that you know people felt that they were kind of helping to by receiving it as well Mm. so it kind of maybe created a chain of people helping others yeah it's not just kind of it's not like a handouts kind of thing no even even just like small things in kind of the idea of community then yes I was just about to say connecting people in some way because I do I do feel this kind of like sort of connection especially you know with things that have happened this year there is you know I know I know I went and talked about being an introvert needing our own space and our own time and enjoying our own company but still having that sense of community and connecting and reaching out and you know knowing that there's someone there to to listen support you know and it's a mutual thing mm. um I think that that would be really lovely I've, and I've always said I would get involved with charity it's funny actually I had a conversation with a friend last weekend about charity I can't remember the quote but yeah just just talking about like charity's place in the world and in our lives nowadays it I mean this is probably a separate conversation but with kind of corruption and you kind of wonder where things actually go when when you give to charity and you mm. know try and help in that kind of way you know are the people that actually need it benefiting from it mm. so that's what I would look into doing something like that and spend spend my time volunteering and yeah connecting people creating a sense of community it just comes back to that kind of like altruistic kind of it's not the best place but then again I think we can get swamped down by trying to reach out too much when I think it's being able to focus our attention, isn't it? And just thinking, this is the niche that I'm going to follow. And this is where I can contribute the most because of the skills that I bring to it. Yes. Uh, Um, And I think in in getting there is knowing ourselves so that we know what we have to offer, especially. Yes. You know, of course, you know, anyone with a heart sees all these things and wants to contribute and help with all of it. But as an individual, what specific skills can I offer that can help this in a direct way? I think it's knowing ourselves enough to know how to give back in a certain area and just trusting that there are others doing the same in other areas and, you know, sending, sending light and love when we think of that and contributing in any way we can, but, you know, giving it a voice, raising awareness, you know, contributing financially, but just knowing that we have a certain area where we're supposed to help. Yes. Definitely be devouring 
a lot more books and yes. <laughs> resources to yeah to learn as much as I could mm. to kind of be yeah looking at my skills and you know things yeah that I know that I'm good at that I can then gift to other people yeah totally yeah I think that's a lovely place to to finish for today to wrap things up um I think we could we could exhaust this all day but you know um (laughs) we want people to come back and listen for a reason so um so for those of you listening at home or wherever you are um as we've been listening to each other's answers we've been noting down a few key words and sort of tallying them up and we're gonna tell each other about them now um so the key words that stuck out and maybe that will again be a mirror um reflecting more of our sense of purpose to each other so Lauren, from my notes, keywords, um, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> confidence, help, listen, voice, and expression. There are quite a few others, but those are the ones that tallied highest. What do you yeah. think? Makes yeah, that kind of ties in. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. No. I, I did make I did write some down but I kind of got really wrapped up in what you were saying so, <laughs> so did I, I forgot all those. I was like oh um so for you uh, I've got safe mm. express and feelings vegan compassion non-violence they're like the ones that really stuck out yeah that's so interesting because like, it totally makes sense but it's like some more than others I, I would have written down for myself but then yeah it's just interesting hearing like what you heard um yeah yeah um and again like for those listening at home it might be a nice thing to do like with a friend in a conversation or it's just like when you're journaling or something you know if you if you're sort of writing freely about this go back and like I quite like to like highlight or underline like the key words that I've written in my own diary and see what stands out to me so it's quite a nice opportunity for for reflection yes yeah so reflection and personal growth yes that's what we're here for and Mm. and I think as well in the um, you know the key words from both of us the podcast is completely reflected in that you know coming from a place of curiosity um and you know expression and awareness and intuition but through that connecting others and, and hopefully helping each other ourselves and and those listening and uh you know those at home um helping them find their voice and express things help them build their confidence and yes definitely you know connecting with others whilst we're in this chrysalis of transformation um Mm -hmm. and knowing that we're not here alone so i think in reflecting on our own purpose hopefully the purpose of the podcast is clear um yeah that's what we hope anyway. So. Yeah. I would like to share, there's um, one quote from a German philosopher, Friedrich Nietzsche. He or she, who has a why, can endure any how. And I think that's quite true. Mm. I love that, I really do. Mm, it's really powerful. Yeah, I think that's a perfect place to finish. So if you've listened this far in the podcast, then thank you for being here. Yes, thank we love you that you're much. here. Um, and yeah, tune in every week for more similar, yeah, different conversations from us. Um, and we can't wait to grow this community with you. Yeah, looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah. I think you should finish when you always say what you're saying when we say goodbye. Ah, make good life choices. <laughs> there we go. Okay, love you, bye. Love you, bye. <laughs>